What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Wolfson. And today's episode, we got a special guest in the building. He's one of my closest homies in the music industry and the one I always, every time I need some feedback from one of my sons, he is the one and only Celt, formerly known as Chabalo. Now, this is actually a very close episode for us because we literally been through everything together. Like as up and coming producers in the EDM scene, we share a lot of accomplishments together and we a lot of hardships as well. And we made a two part episode in which we're going to air one today and one on the next week as well. And it's very heartwarming because it was basically we just jumped in and we just wanted to talk about everything and catch up about all the stuff that we've been doing up so far, all our accomplishments, all the stuff that we're doing, all the side hustles that we're doing, what we hope to accomplish in the near future. And, you know, just also reminiscing of how much of a plug-in junkies we really are. Yeah, we waste a lot of money on plugins. And it's the reason why we're indebted in our credit. But nevertheless, it was still fun to catch up with him. And I can't wait to share this episode for you guys. So be sure to like and subscribe to the channel for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. As well as for the YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com where you can check all our latest episodes. You can also follow me at my social medias at Wolfson Music for any recent updates, for any uploads, for small clips and new episodes and whatnot, you know? Now, without further ado, let's get started. This is the Lone Wolf Podcast. Boom! Been waiting for this for a while, huh? Oh, man, I've been waiting for this for a long time, man. Been wanting yeah. to do this with all my homies, man. But uh, everybody's schedule is like, how is it possible that everybody's busy during yeah. this COVID times? Like, what the hell, bro? Yeah. Well, at least for for me, luckily the business has been like booming, so we've been getting all the job. But still, yeah, I get you. There's always time at night and stuff like that. Yeah, tell me about it, man. So how's it? How's the business going so far? Uh, everything good. Everything's good. Uh, like I said, we've been getting a lot of calls, lots of you know reviews, mm-hmm. a lot of jobs. But it's been going good. I mean, at least which I would have never thought. Um, wait, first, can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine. Way better than I thought. Oh, okay, awesome, man. Um, so what I I thought now with everything going on, I thought we were gonna be like going through a hard time and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. luckily, we've been getting a lot of jobs, and I've been able to save up and just. You know, save up for to pay debt and all that stuff. So, oh. so here's that. Hey, bro, I'm I'm with you on that on the debt part, man. And my credit cards, ugh, they're like each each credit card is like two k of debt, man. I feel you, bro. Mine was the two point eight. I just paid off two thousand right now, but it hurt like a motherfucker. But I'm trying to work on my credit score. I'm pretty sure that's what you're trying to do right now, too, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm about to get a a new car. Uh, my so far my credit score is good. All right, nice man. So like I haven't had any issues. I've been paying off every month. Obviously, they the credit card company stuff is like, oh, you gotta pay minimum fifty, thirty dollars. Yeah. But I always pay a hundred each, you know, just yeah. to keep it, just to keep it more, and stop using my credit cards as much as possible. It is 
I thought it was easy because it's like, I'll just dedicate on my checking account. Let If I'm going to spend, then, you know, at least I can control myself. But uh, sometimes I have to use the credit cards for emergencies. And like emergency popped out as like, shit, I have to use it because I don't. But thankfully, you know, the because of this dumbass COVID, um, the my student loans got into forbearance. So I was managed to, you know, save up a lot more money. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Um, because I haven't asked nobody or Google. Um, every like student loan is like forgiven for now. I mean, not forgiven, but like on pause, right? Yeah, it's on a pause basically. Um, the Sally May one, I start paying it right now again. I've been like three months without payment, so now or more. I think. Let me see. It was like yeah, April. It was April, May, June, and July. Yeah, four months without paying. And the other day, they emailed me. It's like, hey, you got to pay, right? You can you can start paying now. And then the federal loans that I have, they say that I don't have to pay until November. Oh, really? Okay, so that's probably the one that I have to wait to, too. Because the, honestly, with everything going on, I was like, man, how am I able to save so much? This doesn't make sense. It's, and then I noticed, like, the auto payments aren't going through. And I was like, exact- I'm not going to pay anything. But <laughs> exactly, bro. I'll, bro, and... When the whole COVID shit happened, uh, my parents stayed over here in Miami because they said that Puerto Rico was bad at the time, like in March, mid-March and shit. So they stayed over because they say that over here, we got much more freedom than Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was under martial law, like that type of shit. So it was crazy. And they told and because my parents were here and I have to work, I still have to work. There was nobody at, at uh, UM, so... Don't have to worry. And then they told me that I have to work here from home. It's like, all right, fine. Because I stayed home, I still got so much money because usually all my expenses went on food and gas. And my <laughs> my dad, my dad had nothing else to do here. So all he had to do was just cook. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Bro, I saw my checking account and I was like, I've never seen my chicken and call this high. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, and it's me. It's because of me buying plugins left and right on um, um, other audio interfaces and microphones and shit like that. It's like, I never seen my chicken account like this amazing. Now that I have it like that, once it starts again, paying my, my monthly payments, I can at least I know that I'll have like above the normal that I usually have. Right. Because usually I was living paycheck to paycheck and I have to like, all right, let me save up a little bit. All right, let me stop at this. Now I got a little bit more. And once I did the math, once I come back again, it won't hurt me as much. It'll, it'll just basically the same. I said that I saved myself a thousand dollars more. Yeah. So that yeah. way I know that, you know, I don't have to worry about next month or next month and next month. It's like, no, I got the money and the money will continue to come, you know? True, true. But fucking me, bro. This fucking credit cards, bro. I wish I, I wish there's a way. I mean, it, just plan it out, man. Yeah. Too, I see a lot of people like, well, I read a lot of uh, articles that people, um, you know, they pay off uh, one by one rather than just paying like each of them at the same time. Mm. Let's say let's put a hundred here, a hundred there, a hundred there. Yeah. Uh, it's better off just to save up and pay one off um, one by one, man. That's what I did, bro. And I've already paid off two things. I'm still missing two two more things. But after that, I should be good besides the student loans, of course. That's interesting because um, my girlfriend does the same thing. And and she was recommending me. Maybe you should, instead of paying them all at once, maybe you should focus on the least that you have mm-hmm. and then work your way up with the other ones. Yeah. So it looks yeah. like I'm 
I'll I guess I'll I'll just pay the minimum on the other two cards and I'll just pay a lot on one of them so that way I can just like right I will I guess I'll have to start doing that man yeah but I'll at least I'm also saving up money for my car of course hopefully man. hopefully by November I can get it get out a new car and I need a good price because of the COVID times it's like hey man give me a discount what the fuck you know yeah that's true man a lot of a lot of cars are in good deals right now. Yeah, there are. Um, I'm thinking I'm getting a, a Chevy Colorado. Chevy Colorado? All right. It's like a pickup truck with four doors. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's cool, man. A lot of people are getting trucks now, man. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I start noticing a lot more. I, I see the use of it, though, man. Because, like, I mean, you had the SUV, which is pretty good still. But, like, compared to, like, a sedan, if you go, for example, to IKEA, you buy some furniture, there's no way you can take it home, man. And I was set, I was dead set on going on the Honda Core Sport. Oh damn! And that was that was nifty. That was like, oh shit, I I like it and I can afford it. I was dead set on that. But then, what you said and a couple other things, I was and I saw a uh, Ford Ranger the other day with four doors. I was like, man, I actually miss driving pickup trucks, man. Oh, you had one before? Um, back in Puerto Rico, I had a F one fifty. Oh, okay. That was a that was a monster truck, literally. Man, dude, the ones that I see that are so beautiful, but they're so expensive, the Dodge Rams, bro. If I stay working on those, man, they're so beautiful. So expensive. No, oh, they're expensive as fuck. Any any of those big ass pickup trucks are expensive as fuck. And and you know what's funny? What your biggest expense is not the car itself, is the gas. Oh yeah. That's true, man. Because I remember in my F one fifty, I I spent like 60 to 65 to 70 sometimes a week, a week and a half. It was uh, gas, gas, gas money. (laughs) That's crazy, man. Imagine on the diesel ones, the ones that have diesel, those. Granted, it might probably last a lot longer. Yeah, longer. That's what I was going to say. And also, isn't diesel a little bit cheaper? Um, I think it's like a few cents or I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I, I guess the... Uh, I guess depend on the gas station because yeah, supposedly diesel is supposed to be cheaper than the premium of gas. Yeah, it should be like in between regular and premium. It should be like around there. Yeah, yeah. But but it's pretty pricey on the diesel ones. I know that for a fact because they like you can't you cannot go on a highway on a pickup truck and run like crazy. Like no, bro, that's just. You're you're asking yourself to spend a lot of money on the diesel. Like you floor it and then woo, there goes twenty dollars. Exactly. <laughs> that that's that's about right, man. <laughs> so I, I was actually looking at, at the pickup shots and just out of curiosity, and then I saw these smaller version of the pickup shots with four doors and how much you normally spend on gas and whatnot. And I was like, wow, they normally spend more or less what I spend on the on the SUV. But like at least five bucks more. Oh, what is it like forty? Yeah, like forty bucks. Yeah. So it's like okay, that's I spent like thirty sets already on this one. So like five more bucks or more is like okay, whatever. And they're big and like and comfortables and and some of these new pickup trucks now they got the little camera on it. Oh yeah, that's so yeah, dude. Ever since I got a car with a camera, dude, I cannot go back to a car without it. What car you got? I got the Chevy Malibu. 
ever? No, I think I haven't seen you since then, bro. Since last year. Have I seen you last year? When was the last time we saw each other? At least one. Oh, yeah, last- yeah. Um, dude, I had it when um we went to the to the thing for cymatics. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It has the back of camera. Um, it does waste more gas, but I guess that's because it's a newer car compared to my old one, the Mazda. The Mazda mm-hmm. six. But you didn't, I mean, with times like now, I mean, it's not bad because we're not, I'm not going anywhere. And plus gas is not that expensive right now. I agree. Hey, I mean, and that's, that's a bit of it. Gas is literally cheap right now compared yeah, to where, what it was a couple of months ago. Whoa. I was getting way too expensive. <sighs> Difficult times, man. Difficult times that we're receiving, man. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I hope things, you know, health wise get back to normal. Um, yeah. Because, man, I want to start doing other things besides just music. Like I told you, like, I want to start, like, the vlogging stuff. Yeah. You and I don't want to do just videos in the room. You get me? Like, it gets boring after a while. No, I hear you, man. I I hope, thankfully, like, the whole podcast that I was able to build so far up to now yeah. is going good. I mean, I don't have that many followers so far. And YouTube, I had zero followers. Now I have 12 subscribers. Hey man, dude, it all starts somewhere. Bro. It all gotta start somewhere, and I've been very consistent. Like every Friday, yeah. release an episode. Like start doing an episode on Sundays or Mondays. Right. Work on it on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and have it scheduled for a release on Friday morning. And then I'll just do a little promo here and there. But that's as far as I can go. Maybe, maybe is there a better, effective way for me to market my? show a little bit more that get more people attracted to i don't know i haven't got into it i haven't nobody has told me anything but so far i'm just releasing things i have literally a structure of how the show is and i have all built up i got paperwork um i literally got topics like every week i have a over a year's worth of topics and That's I got that. and I got people to and I got guests that I'm planning to talk to, you know, and like like you're one of them. Hopefully you could be a recurring guest that you could come here once in a while and come over and just talk and shit and whatnot, you know, absolutely, man. And then obviously there was other I had I had a DJ the other day, DJ LS. He's from Power 96 or Power 95. Ooh, ooh. But like I know him because I used to work with him in the Clevelander and we had a great fan and he promoted on his social media platform and a lot of people checked that out. It was like that was like the most views I ever had. Right. That's good though. Yeah. But like um, I said, the most important thing that you're doing is that you're being consistent, man. And yeah. the, having topics, dude, that helps so much. Because you're not you're not running blind, you get me? No, 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 no. Like music. You're 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 mixing with a reference, you get me? Yeah. Still do. Yeah, so do. I mean, dude, that's the only way, honestly. Unless you're you've been doing, I mean, nah, I don't even know. I feel like that's the only way, man. No, you need to have a structure, and and the I'm and I was even planning to. I was I was always had it in my mind how to start one and had an actual co-host with me the whole time. But one of my cousins was telling me like, dude, why don't you just do it on your own? Just do it yourself, like. You have so much knowledge. You have so much to talk about. You even talk for yourself for hours and it's still gold stuff. And, you know, he's the one who pushed me through for doing this. And I told him, it's like, all right, I got the mic stuff. What I got the audio section. What do I need video wise? 
obviously he's gonna give me the best quality of stuff and shit and whatnot. And I was like, okay, bro, like we're in COVID. <laughs> I'm a little broke, okay? He's like, I don't, I don't have enough money for this camera or, but luckily the work got um got me a Logitech um Brio 4K. Oh shit! Yeah, so, that's what I was gonna say because that that camera looks really good, man. It is, man. Um. If you buy it on Amazon, it's like 200 something dollars. But because um, we did an inventory order at work, mm-hmm. um, we did a, like a couple of them. We ordered a couple of them from B&H so we can have them for work because now we're putting now because I work in the library, they're going to take classes in the library. So people want to know if they can zoom in in the classrooms and whatnot. So we need to have like high quality shit in there. And then I just happened to grab one of them. You know, for you know, for for this man, so I save up two hundred dollars on just this, and then what? Uh, oh yeah, the softbox light that I have right here. I have a softbox light right here. Yeah. If you notice that my whole room is completely turned off, just yeah, like yeah, yours. Yeah. yeah, I have the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I have, I have the webcam, and then I have a softbox right there too. Yeah, and then behind me, it's another softbox, but without the actual softbox, it's just the LED. And then I put a blue gel on it, and I and it's just laying down in the in the floor. And then yeah, it just bro, same thing, <laughs> bro. And it it was an accident when I did that. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't planning to. I was actually planning to put it like right here, like right here, to have light right here, Amy and here. But I happened to like it accidentally fell. Oh, it accidentally fell the tripod into into that side of the the bed. Right. And then it, all of a sudden, I saw my whole room like all light up like this. I was like, "Whoa, that looks badass!" <laughs> yeah, like, "Whoa, yeah, okay, nice. maybe leave it like that." And you know, like, why not? Yeah. Did you get actual gels, or did you get like those transparent papers? Because I was planning to get the transparent paper. I actually got the gels. Um, I got it from Amazon from mm-hmm. Newer. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay, Newer. Yeah, so they got like multi colors. I um, I got it for twelve bucks, something like that. That's, yeah. That's- yeah, with this going on, Amazon Prime, baby. Amazon Prime, baby. <laughs> Bro, like I was actually thinking about that. What you just said, the the transparency papers. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about getting those as well because it's like another cheap way of getting them. But then yeah, when I what, you can't beat that though. Huh? Twelve bucks for the ones that you paid. You yeah, can't. exactly. And it's newer. Newer is like the cheapest brand you can get. You know, like good the, stuff for cheap for cheap prices. You know, and I was like, oh fuck it, it, let me just get it. Hmm? Is that the lights you have newer? Uh, no, these lights, I forgot the brand of it, but it's like the cheaper version of newer. Oh, so okay. you got newer that's cheap, and then there's another cheap one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I got so, oh, go, go on, go on. My bad. I don't know. So far, it has worked wonders with me, you know, because yeah. newer what, was going to charge me for two of these subbot lenses for $120, something like that. I got these two lights for 75. Ooh, with Amazon? Yeah, on Amazon. It was just soul searching in Amazon. I just basically type in softbox lights, LED light. And it's better off the LED lights. I noticed it because the bulbs can easily break and it, and they can be cheaped out. And then, yeah, you know, gotta buy them consistently. Yeah, exactly. The LEDs is just, you know, that. It's just AC power. And that's it. If it does break, then you just get the LED version of it. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, same thing here, man. I got, I actually got the newer ones. Uh, I came with two for like 180. 
Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't like is when you turn up right now. This is the brightness, the like the lowest. But if you turn it up, um, because you know it has fans in the back, right? Okay. Yeah. So this, Mine. Like, yeah. This one's really loud when you crank up the light. So like I, the mic picks it up sometimes because I did a test video and mm. like, the mic picked it up. So I was like, damn, I gotta maybe like face the camera another way and the mic another way. That way it doesn't pick up the signal so much of it. Interesting. Yeah. Or maybe it's just me being super peaky and I want like a super clean noise. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, I know that I got mine adjusted at the right temperature on the right light brightness. It's not too bright. It's not too low, but it's like right there. And the other right. one, I think it is way too bright where it is, but it's so that way it can go through the LED, the, I mean, the gel and then span right. it all away. Right. It looks good though. I like it. It looks amazing. I like it. It was by accident. I kid you not. Yeah. Dude, Um, I know you're you're saying about buying plugins here. Dude, I actually got to put you on on this new plugin that I'm currently on the trial, but I want to buy it later on, but it's like 200 bucks. Dude, Uh, it's called Stage 1 by Leapwing. Bro, it's a widening, but it's not only... You know how wide wide plugins, they just widen it up, right? Yeah. But if you look at the spectrum like of like sound, it's wideness and depth. Right? Yeah. So that you could widen, put it more in the depth field, and then the mono signal, sometimes it's two mono, so you could spread it just a little bit. So you're having stereo, a little bit of mono, like spread, and then you can have it in the back. And like, dude, it gives everything this right amount of space. Really? Yeah, man. It's it's amazing, man. It's dude, I gotta tell you though, the first songs that I did though, they were giving me phase issues just because I was cranking it way too much and I, I wasn't hearing what what it was doing, you get me? Mm-hmm. Well, you just got to pay attention, but dude, that that thing works miracles. That's interesting you saying that because just just recently I was watching YouTube videos and then this new Waves plugin, the Nets the Net one or something like that, LS, I don't know. It was called, it was a virtual room mix. Basically, it's a plugin that that does exactly what you just said that you can you know, expand, you can widen the stuff, you can separate them in depth from however you want it. And usually it's like, oh yeah, this pl- this plugin, this software, you don't really need an audio interface. You can just do it for your headphones. Is it so the one that gets your webcam too? Yeah. I have that one. I had that one for a while. It's cool, but uh, I the, the reason, I mean, the way I see that it will use be, I mean, it will be used better if it's like, um, like 5.1 surround system because you could literally like yeah exactly unless you're doing like some really cool ambient stuff it it's amazing right now you can do the same thing yeah right now i got i got myself the the podcast toolkit from waves that's actually pretty good i highly recommend it if you're planning to use um for vocals and whatnot it doesn't have to be for podcast it's not designed for podcasting but they actually have the presets and allow you to do play around with podcasts and whatnot and shit it's actually pretty good it's four plugins i already had one of them the the Caesar, which basically i mean wait which i already had one of them it was the suppressor which oh. basically kills any background noises or anything by right. just going up and down up and down up and down and then there were three other plugins i'll send it to you later because i don't yeah, have the right now the the meter one of course yeah that, yeah that one of them is the meter problem. and then there were other two more in which uh, one of them actually allows you to balance both audio clips 
Like, let's say that this is my actual voice and then yours comes in and yours happens to be lower than mine. This this plugin basically balances it out and makes it sound... It matches as, yeah, it matches it matches my audio level, so it goes as bit as loud as mine. That is clutch, dude. I have I have like I literally have a channel in which it, it's all sent to one of the returns, like, and I have those two right there, like the the voice meter and the and that one particularly as the masters out for that send, and when whatever comes out, then it goes to my master. My master, I have a utility and a. And uh, make it loud uh, compressor limiter. Nice. And, and what do you use to record? I'm using OBS currently to record. And and the audio too? Yeah, audio too. Oh, okay, okay. I can actually use Ableton. I've done it, but it, it but too it, much. yeah, it's too much. And I compared the audio quality with this one on OBS, and they're they're practically the same. You know, like at least. Like OBS, you just have to push it a little bit more, or just have to be a little bit better. Yeah, but relatively, they're, they're the same, man. So, so I was like, all right, let me just record everything for OBS. I mean, video yeah. wise, and I, I don't have a a video program that can record this through my Logitech, so I'm just using Zoom and let's Zoom myself, record myself with it, and you know, oh, you could save the recording. You could do the recording. Yeah, you could record. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is like my. Third, fourth time using Zoom. <laughs> I kid you not. Zoom is the is a beast, man. Um, it could have potential to do more than just that. It, it it's very undervalued. I mean, it was very. It's an underrated software until COVID hit, and then now it's like the number one software for video conferencing and whatnot. Clear yeah. that there's other people that use like um, FaceTime or WhatsApp or yeah. what's the other Microsoft Teams. Everybody's like doing Zoom. Yeah, but now it's everybody into Zoom. And because of that, there had that's where, excuse me, all the Zoom bombings started to pop in. People just randomly go to these links and then they just pop out and then just share the screen on some pornographic crap on it. What the hell? How do people get in like random meetings? It's uh, probably a friend of a friend. They knew that they were going to be on that link and they found the email and the link to it that they padded through. And that's where Zoom updated its software to to apply passwords on joining in on these links, you know. And then and then Zoom actually created a another version within Zoom called Zoom webinar, which basically you cannot Zoom bomb because the only people who are allowed to to share screen or talk are the people who created the link. Mm. The one people who created the session in the in the webinar are only the people who are allowed to do that. You can type, you can say nasty stuff, but only the people are allowed to either either let it let it fly or ban it. So you can't zoom bomb for shit. And they people try and they fail badly. Yeah, yeah. I, I I became a Zoom expert with all this COVID shit. I had to because a lot of people in the library didn't know how to use um Zoom, so I had to learn all this. Had to take some seminar webinars. Yeah, go to YouTube and watch all these YouTube tutorials about Zoom and whatnot, and you know one. And I've done that with Microsoft Teams and Crestron and other crap. It's just like ugh, how much more? How much yeah. more? <laughs> But now, I, but now I know like the ins and outs to all this. 
good, man. The, the other thing I'm actually looking at is the Elgato Stream Deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard of it. Basically, it's just a little deck with a few buttons, and then each button you do a command, like a shortcut or hotkey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it for whenever I'm doing this type of stuff with, with you, I'm guessing whatnot. So whenever you're talking, I can actually press a button and switch cameras and then focuses on you only. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. That's cool. And then a good investment. It is a good investment. It's like a hundred bucks. Um it's not bad. It's not bad. The uh, the, the it's sits sits buttons. You yeah. can customize it however you want it. It's pretty easy. Then there's the 15 one. I would like to have the 15 one, but 15 <laughs> buttons, like I, I guess it's like a little bit over much. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna be using all those buttons at all. It's just I only want it just to for for the views, you know, like switch to the person okay. who's talking and mute or unmute and yeah, that's Dude, it. I, was, I wanted to get that too, but um, for streaming, yeah, almost. no, it's built for that absolutely yeah. for streaming and especially for you and um and for Kevin, that shit is le- legit good for you guys because you know you guys can just have that um when you guys play in video games and then something good happens and you can just press a button and then just like yay or switch cameras to it to you guys or stuff like that like you got the sky's the limit with that deck for you guys the only thing is the my computer can't handle it though your mac yeah really it just goes haywire because obs well i use streamlabs obs just because i like the overlay that i got i mean i'm pretty sure i could install it in just obs mm-hmm. but whatever regardless streamlabs obs like it takes a lot of CPU power. Plus, like when we want to do music, dude, um, Ableton also runs a lot of CPU. No, absolutely. Yeah. Project. So it's just the computer can't handle it after a certain while because it's a laptop. You get me? It's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. So that's why in a, probably like in four or five months, probably t- the beginning of next year, I want to build a PC, man, like a good one that can handle all that stuff. Because I also I want to stream music mm-hmm. and like maybe buy some analog synths play around with them but like also have like a view like like that the camera right here and then one over there in the corner and i could just switch the i yeah i know what you're talking about yeah and that stream deck is perfect for that. It, yeah. that that's another reason why i'm thinking of getting either the sits button or the 15 i don't i'm not doing anything much but to do what you're saying like have like different camera views and just yeah. press one button right there on the spot that'll be dope yeah. not looking that in yeah, and then if uh, you should get the six definitely right now. Yeah, the six is one that I'm looking like I'm probably gonna get it either on Tuesday on GameStop. Yeah, because they sell they sell they actually sell that. But that's that's actually one of the investments that I'm planning to do. You know, another one um the Roadcaster for future podcasts. Roadcaster, Roadcaster, what is that? It's basically like a little controller. Yeah, yeah, I see. With yeah. like four channels, and they're all hooked up with different people, and and you can just basically all you know, you can EQ on each one, or have a different volume set on each one, and then have like a little launch pad next to it, and then you can press um certain buttons, like say a gunshot or a hooray or people clapping or going ooh right. or saying the Low Wolf Podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's like a radio thing. Yeah, check it on Sweetwater right now. It's it's like five six hundred bucks, something like that. I'm planning on getting it on November for when it's like Cyber Monday type shit. Oh, get great. it, get it for less, and then do uh monthly payments on that. 
Yeah, definitely monthly payments on that. I mean, if it's on a good price, and yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's better to do that stuff like that. Yeah. What What do you think about microphones? Because this is a Audio Technica AT20. Mm-hmm. I saw you upgraded. Nice. Well, it was the Jetty mic. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the Yeti mic is still. Yeah, amazing. Jetty mic is still undeniable great. However, I did notice that quality-wise, between the Jetty mic going straight to my computer and this car and this microphone going straight to my interface, interface, the audio difference is like right there. Like the thing is that the Jetty mic is already a preamped. Yeah. So it's all audio latency goes through the USB power, you know? Well, versus this, it's not preamped, so that I can go and push this a little bit more further and mix it even better, even much more better quality of it. Yeah, yeah that's what changes. the Besides the frequency spectrum of each mic, that what changes is the actual preamp because, like you said, the USBs already have the preamp, but who knows, like a cheap preamp, you get me? It's only so much you can do with it. Exactly. And that that was another thing. Like, like with the Jetty mic, I had no problems with it. It's just like it was... I basically left it as it is. And I believe like if I mess it up even more, it could be a little bit distorted or not where it's supposed to be as versus to this one in particular, I can actually like go beyond full blown and it'll sound even as better as equal or better as the Jetty mic or any other mic, honestly. And I think I mentioned that a couple of my episodes, um, doesn't really matter what mic you use. Like as long as it's a good mic and you, can you do the job and can you do the mixing or anything? That's all that matters. You know, you can have the shittiest mic ever and still have an amazing vocals and whatnot. You know, it's yeah. as long as you know how to clean it up and all that. Exactly. I feel, um, it, of course, I 100% agree with what you're saying. Like every mic you could do just about anything. I think the only thing that changes, the more expensive it is, the more, the less you get in return. I mean, yeah. You just get a little bit better, like high frequencies, like yeah. more, more expensive. And that's literally all it is. But you could literally tweak it yourself in post-production and make it sound good. I, absolutely. I agree. Um, that's actually one of the discussions. I think it was in my first or second minute. No, it wasn't a second. I think it was the first episode yeah. or the or the first that was talking about, you know, the difference between studio and, and mm-hmm. bedroom whether making music in the bedroom, making music in the studio. I actually pointed out, I did both spectrums because I've done both scenarios i've did right. both of them i know what it is to to make music you have too you, we've been to school together like yeah. you know what it is to make music inside your bedroom and inside the studio when it is to record inside your room and inside a studio obviously it's a huge difference but if you don't want to spend much money and you want you want this to be as good as it is you know you get one of these cheap mics for a hundred bucks and yeah. hook it up to an audio interface and just learn how to mix. And you once you learn how to mix, man, like yeah. you don't really need to buy yourself a five hundred dollar mic. Nope. No. If if you make it, got if you do make it, and then yeah, like get that five hundred dollar mic. It'll save you less trouble. But if it ain't broke, oh yeah. I guess yeah. yeah, it's true, man. Because there is a difference, like when you play like monitors, like mm-hmm. from- studios there is because obviously the square uh, you know how it is science behind it yeah but if you got a headphones dude i see no difference at all you got headphones there's no difference from this to a studio unless you want to like feel the music instead of hearing then yeah there's a difference but which talking about that i want to get the sub pack have you seen that 
the sub pack. Yeah, it's cool. I feel like it's. I mean, you don't really need it. Um, but it's like um, it's a backpack basically with a subwoofer. Oh, on it. I know which one you're talking. I saw like YouTube ads from that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to get one, but they said they were sold out, and they're they weren't gonna restock until the new one came out. I think. Really, it's that yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, it's been out for a while because I saw it. Ooh, I think like like two years after I graduated or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, until now, I was going to really buy it because I wanted to mess with it, but it was sold out. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like like I said, if you have a spectrum analyzer and like you know what you're hearing, mm-hmm. then you don't really need it. But it's just sometimes nice to feel the bass when you're just working on headphones. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't want to bother people with the room shaking. You know how it is. So, yeah. Like example, like your neighbors or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I tr- I try to soundproof as much as I can in this room. Yeah, yeah, you do as much as you can. Yeah, but you don't want to go over it that you want to bother your neighbors. Yeah, that that and that made sense. How much was it? It was like five hundred dollars or something. Uh, I mean, they have levels to it. Uh, I think the beginning one is like two hundred. I think. Mm, okay, so it's not that bad. I mean, yeah, you, bad. you get you get your investment back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like there's so many things that you can do that you don't really need a huge studio or a huge equipment just to make music. Like, for example, two people I will point, I want to point out one of them, Ricky, nitty gritty. Yeah. Like before he has that little studio that he has right now and still it's like half ass studio and still makes it good. Yeah. Um, All his productions were made on the headphones on his um, HD Sennheiser headphones. And it's insane how he can make such great music with those shitty ass headphones. Well, they're not shitty, but it's like oh, yeah. like you will think that he actually make an, an, a huge production on a nice studio, but no, he yeah. start, and he still does it once in a while. And then the other person who does that was Willie from Barely Alive. Mm, yeah. And I, I remember that Willie, he was mentioning that he started out with, uh, with the simple Mac computer, whatever they got, and then the headphones was just not even studio headphones. It was just your typical beat headphones or something like that. Sony headphones and barely alive are one of the gnarliest guys who started out in the game. So imagine that it just proves to show you that you don't really need to spend or invest money as much as you need to make production. Like, no, like you can still do it with little that you got. And that's something I've been trying to get into my podcast and let all my listeners and my followers know. It's like, like you can do so much with so little. Yeah. Like it's it, your imagination is the is the limit, you know? That's true, man. I mean Dude, that actually brings up a point that the best advice that I ever got was um where and no matter if you're listening to cheap headphones, expensive headphones, expensive monitors, cheap monitors, make however you hear your reference track, make your song sound like that. You get me? Yeah. Because if it sounds like that in like let's say beats, because you know how beats um amplifies their sound and like yeah. stuff. So if you make your song sound like if you make the sub bass sound exactly like the reference track, your song your song is gonna sound good. You get me? It's gonna be good. So I feel like it's just knowing what you hear. You get me? You gotta know what you're hearing, what you're going for, and you could literally use anything. That's yeah. that's my thought on that. It's just as a as you get more in the game. It's not really essential. It's more like toys. 
like you just start buying these things, buying these things. So it's because like you like it. You get me? Yeah. I agree, man. I mean, after I before I had these amazing speakers that I got, I, I was using the Rocket 5s. And even then, people were telling me like, oh, my God, those are like the standards. Those are like horrible for mids and mastering. It was like, that's all I got, bro. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and even even then, I even then it was still sounding pretty good. You know, the Rocket 5s. And now I got these beautiful Yamahas in which they're not. They're not as good as yours because yours has the whole package. Mine are like the mid-level ones in which I will I'll be it'll be recommended for me to get the the sub to go up with these. But I did my research on these Yamahas. It's perfect for my room because A, it's not a big room, it's a small ass room. B, it can it can it can like the whole audio spectrum and frequencies are all leveled up like yeah. nothing is higher than the other nothing is lower than the other like everything's leveled up and i feel like your the ones that you have i think has much more low end that, than it should not that yeah. i'm saying that it's bad but i believe those figures will be good for a big for a big studio not not a, a room like ours that's smaller yeah. you know Dude, that's actually what i just did um literally only did this like a month and a half ago, bro. Mm -hmm. So in the back, I always saw that I had like a low end trim. And it's like you said, like for this room, it's too bassy and it's too much. It will drown the high end. You get me? Yeah. So what I did is I did a room treatment. Not not the not the panels. What I did is I put the mic right here where I'm at because, you know, in the triangle thing. Yeah. Uh, I put my mic right here and then I ran a pink noise, which is running all the frequencies. And I saw... That the peak noise, you know, it was all leveled out, like the low end, mids, and it was all evened out. But then when I saw the recording, the low end was like all the way up here. The mids were like here, and then the high end was like all the way down here. Whoa! Like, oh yeah. So when I when I looked in the back, it, it says, "Oh, you could trim the low end." And I was like, "Oh, this whole time." So you can only dip it too deep. Yo, but yo, it did a huge difference, man. I dipped it down two dBs and like I could hear the difference. Like before, I used to drown my stuff here and I'd be like, "Yeah, it sounds good. Like the bass sounds good." And then when I take it to the car or like some other reference thing, it would just sound muffled. Like, woo, woo. And like, yeah, oh, that's why. And also, I was doing it. Uh, I was mixing out in the for monitors, which I don't like to do that anymore. I like to do headphones more, just because I know my room is not treated good. Yeah, my room is not treated as well, and I'm with you. I on the pink thing and see how your room does because I I agree with you these things are way too big for my room, so doing that what I did notice I don't know if it's because I have too many panels or something um the high end is still really low, so I don't know what I could do with that I mean mm. I don't think it's a diffuser right I think diffuser cuts Dif high end no maybe a diffuser can help that out maybe yeah I forgot what diffuser really does I don't know if it cuts high end or boosts. Mm. Hold on, let me. Um, but yeah, that did a huge difference, man. And one tip that, like, I like, I like to tell anybody and you, dude, spectrum analyzers are the best, man. I'm more of a visual person, so if I could see that, like I said, reference referencing your track, if your low end is here and theirs is here, but their sounds professional, take it down there. I agree. I said, man, all the way. It says here that it can be effectively reduced distinct echoes and reflections while still living in a live sound space. 
Okay, so yeah, it's just echoing. I don't, I don't have echo or any reverb in here. No, I don't have that in my room either. And the cool thing about my room is that um, before I even put these sound plates, soundproofs, it was already acoustic as it is. You know, it was... Yeah, you did something that... Yeah, like you can tell that as soon as the the acing turns on, my door basically like shut tries to shut down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's because of the pressure, not because there's a fucking ghost here trying to scare the no, shit no, yeah, out yeah. of me. Yeah, mine does the same thing. <laughs> it's like what the hell? But it was like that. So me adding bass traps in all the corners and then adding these mm-hmm. helps a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Not as much as it should. Like your room, your room is like. Compared to mine, much more better soundproof than it is. But at, at least it looks like it, it's doing its job for what it is. And yeah. I'm with you. Like I don't. I I've never. I actually never use speakers to mix and master. Yeah. I used my headphones, whether it's my PreSonas or what's the audio other 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 fits down. Oh yeah, I got a Scarlet now at work. I got two PreSonas, USB Cs, both, and then I got a new Scarlet, in which that Scarlet sounds amazing as well. And I mixed with them, and then when I come home, if I if I have enough energy to 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 work on the music, I don't focus on mixing. I just focus on either sound designing or editing, just you know, structuring, moving stuff from here and now. Nothing, part. nothing related to mixing and mastering or yeah. any of that. It's just sound designing and moving shit around. That's it, and that's something I highly recommend on everybody. It's like if you got speakers and you got good headphones, mix on your headphones and work on your speakers. Yeah. It's the best way to do it. I've seen the SSL audio interface. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, that's the newest thing, right, bro? A big hype about it. Also, there's um. It, there's like a channel strip that's popping off too from SSL. It's like a, a slight distortion crunch, EQing a bit, something else. I forgot what it was. No, SSL is, is popping off right now. SSL is popping off, man. Like there, like it has the red knob, right? If I if I remember correctly. Yeah, this there yeah, has yeah. the red knob. My yeah. my coworker has it, and he's showing me. And I was like, damn, I can I couldn't believe that SSL brought out an audio interface. And when I started hearing it, I was like, that was crispy. Oh my god. But I noticed some difference between it, and it's that it definitely is an audio interface more heavily focused for vocals. Oh, I would assume so, yeah. Like for analog stuff and whatnot, that shit is definitely what it's made for. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Like it's definitely like having your own your own little channel SSL anywhere you go. And that's one that I'll plan to get in the future. Once my prezonas are dead, which yeah. they're oh, b- brand new. So once they're dead, oh, I'll probably going to get that, you know, because the SSL yeah. is just insane. But it is that it's definitely heavily for audio. So I wouldn't mind getting it for the podcast because the, it will serve its purpose. Yeah. I mean, I don't know for a podcast. Well, I think it would be an overkill no? Maybe. I wonder what the 4K is for. It says legacy 4K. The SSL one? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's legacy, the compressor. Mm, that's actually a good point. I haven't looked into it much. I'm, I was only looking into the $200 one. Yeah. Was, I, is this, this is the one, the one that has only two inputs? Channel one and channel two? Yeah. 
that's, if that's the one. But hey, and then SSL's coming up with some plugins as well, man. Like these guys are are jumping in from being just regular boards to now interfaces and softwares and whatnot, you know? Oh, they came out with software too? Huh? They came out with their own software? Uh, I don't know if they came out with their own software, but I believe they're in... Because I know Waves and like UAD, they do their own versions of them, of the SSL. But if they do their own stuff, that'd be cool. You know what? At this point, I wouldn't be surprised, but I think they do have a software. But it, it let me see. It bundles up with SSL native and third-party software. So I guess SSL native is probably their own software. That's uh, yeah, yeah. I see it here. I think it is. That's pretty cool. Is there a better desktop interface? Yeah. Damn. Uh, like five stars. All I'm seeing here is five stars. Dude, the SSL E channel from Wave is 35 bucks. I always wanted it because people like swear by it for when it comes to vocals and stuff like that. Which one is that one? The SSL E channel. It's just a basically an EQ and a compressor built in. It's like you're having the actual SSL board um strip mm-hmm. right, right there. It's just a plugin. Ah, but that's much more for analog stuff. Like no, no well, no, 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 not really. It's just like like, I mean, I don't know. I see a lot of people, like uh, engineers, use it for like vocals and stuff like that. Yeah, the, because I, I um, like being a little plug-in junkie, I just love <laughs> Hey, man, we're all, hey, we're all plug-in junkies here, man. You can't beat it, though. It's too... Normally, it's like 200-something. Nor, like 200, 250 normally, and it's 35. I should... I, if I were you, you should get it. <laughs> you should get it. Yeah. When you're giving me those $100 difference, it's like, oh, okay, maybe you should get it, bro. Like, now's yeah. your chance before it goes back to 200 <laughs> Yeah, maybe use it on, like, on a master EQ. Yeah. Uh, but I have heard about that. I have heard about that. But I don't know. I will say that it's perfectly, like, if you have a, if you have a Moog, if you're recording yourself with a Moog, okay. that'll be dope. That, that'll, that'll definitely process very well. Vocals I, as well for vocals. When you're recording on the vocals, it's definitely going to process amazing. And anything that's external hardware that you had to process it and hook it up to your interface and record it on your computer, that plugin will serve its purpose for those, you know? Yeah. And even with, within, like if you put it on a serum patch, there's like, uh, I don't think you'll be. Yeah, nah. Serving its purpose, its full purpose as it should, you know? Yeah, it, it won't give it more character. No. I, I, I want to get a, a tape machine, um, analog synths, and maybe some upward gear like compressors. I really want to get an upward, upward uh, reverb. But the thing is, for that, you got to have a, a way to connect it all. And I still don't know how to connect it. I'm a little noob when it comes to that. Like, you know, how like a little patch bay or something like that. Yeah. I don't know how to do none of that. So I got to see online. It's all, um, you know, trial and error until we learn. And then we just like, holy shit, this is just like. Yeah. Our, our board compressors, they give it a, a nice punch, man. I feel like nowadays, um, these plugin companies are coming up with these nice EQs and compressors better and better, much more effective that it, all you got to do is just slap it into the track and just play around until it's like, boom, that's it. Yeah. 
and that's good. I'm I'm all forward to it because you're basically cleaning killing ourselves like a lot of time. Like we'll spend hours on just EQ and compress on something. And with these plugins that all you gotta do is just move a knob and move another knob, and you basically did everything in, in what you could have done in hours. I'm all for it. If it sounds on point and it sounds good, I'm all for it. If it's just a slap that is like, oh yeah, it's pretending to be like, no, that don't don't. Yeah, I finally paid off my isotope ozone eight. Nice man, and now there's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that the nine. I'm still paying it off. I'm still like I jumped from the eight to nine oh, from the <laughs> from the splice rent to own shit. Yeah. I was like a couple of months away to paying off the the eight, and then the they say that oh the new nine you can jump off the nine and continue to pay halfway there instead of paying. What? Yeah. I was like already finishing up with $200 and then this all of a sudden they say like, oh, yeah, like uh, the new also nine with all the shit and everything. $400, yeah, right? That's the newest thing. Yeah, $400. And then they say it's like, but because you're still on the rent to one with Splice for half price, you can continue on. I'm paying also nine after you finish eight. Yeah. So now I'm paying half of, of what I would have gotten on nine. Yeah, so you're going half and half. Yeah, it's basically going to half of half. And I was yeah. like, I, I mean, it didn't do much of the difference. It's just like jumped me off to another. Yeah. yeah. It's still good. It, it's there. There hasn't been anything. Wow. Factor. Probably yeah. a few things here and there. I haven't haven't used it in a long time. And it's because um, I don't know. It's because I haven't literally produced music in a long time. And I'm and I said myself by the end of the year, I want to have an EP already released at least four tracks on it. I already right. got the names of the tracks and the project started and everything. I just want to finish them all. Yeah. But, you know, the whole podcast game just shift my priorities. And course, I see more myself um, focus more on the podcast than I have in music. Like, I I feel like I feel like much more liberated and free when I'm podcasting than that when I have on um, music because in music. I love it, but it got to a point in which like I wasn't doing much or I wasn't doing anything that's next level or uh, I, I guess I, I could say I was fooling myself in a way. Yeah, I, I, I was fooling myself in which I think I could have gone somewhere. I could have done something or even more. But then I realized how much more effort I had to put in. And it's like, man, I've done this for so many years and still not even close by. And then when I started with the podcasting, it felt that same feeling that I had when I started making music and it just made me even happier and made me much more motivated to do this every week and talk because music, it felt at one point as well, it felt like I was a job mm-hmm. and yeah. it didn't feel like it was something that I was enjoying. It was felt like I was being forced to do it. And I, and it sucks, man. It sucks because you know, like, well, you've done something for many for for many years, and then all of a sudden you stop because you've you lost the love out of it. You know, yeah. uh, hopefully, and, and accepting it too, it's like hard, man. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not as easy as it looks. I mean, it took me time for it. Like it, the whole process started on January when I yeah. stopped literally making music, and then it all got to March when the whole COVID shit happened, and then got pushed to do the podcast. That got me more excited into doing this, and now. Now I'm, a, I'm as happy as ever. I, I don't never seen this as a job thing and I'm not planning to do it as a job thing. I'm just, I just see it as of like, man, I love t- 
just talking to myself but talking sharing my knowledge and experience to others and hopefully some of this stuff comes out and help others in that situation that i was you know and that's the whole reason i made the show it's to educate for educational purposes this is a guys i did this route try to avoid this route go to this route Mm-hmm. I advise you to not do this. You can do whatever you want. That's 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 ultimately that's up to you. But I suggest you do this, this, and that. And that's the whole reason of the show. And I feel much more better than when I was making music. Once in a while, I actually like open up a session, and I was like, man, I can, I can see why I started making this song. I can see why. And then the whole yeah. spark came back, and I was like, oh, let me work this a little bit, just little doodles here and there, you know, why not? And I found that that doing like that. Um, got me much more farther and closer to finishing these projects. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, first of all, congrats, man. Like, Because I know accepting that and just doing you, is, it's not easy. It's it's hard, man. Yeah, thank you. Man, I, I, I agree with you, man, on everything because, dude, that's the same thing that happened to me. Everything that you said, word by word, happened to me, man. That's why it was so hard to kill Chavalo, like my old alias. Yeah, man. I, your new name, Seltz. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, as your end, you're doing podcasts. And for me, I want to do more of the video stuff. Uh, but later on, obviously, because health reasons. Yeah. Um, But also, like, I felt like once I started shifting and not focusing and making music like a job, it, focusing on the camera and learning about it, about lights, all that stuff, I started loving it. And then when I when I was like, hey, let me just open up this project. And it was the same thing. I was like, oh, okay, I see the idea behind it. And, and then like the ideas just start flowing more. Yes. I think that's what we needed, man. Like like, like a separation, like, like unplug ourselves. Unplug ourselves, man. And also not only that, but um, at least for me, I was actually, because with COVID, man, you have a lot of time to think about stuff and stuff. Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, but I was talking this with Chris like like a month ago, man. Chris from Big and Slim. Shout out to them. Yeah. Hey, shout out to my our homies, man. Um, That's another people I need to ask for them if they want to come to the show. Yeah, for sure, man. They're doing their thing. Oh, yeah. But as far as what we were talking about was like why it started to feel like a job and not like being funny. Because like I feel at least from my side, it was like we're being forced to make these bangers because that's the only way to get your name out there. Yes. Bangers and bangers and bangers. And then, dude, like, like Chris says, bro, it's like, it's music without any soul. And like, now that I open up projects again and like working here and there, for example, like the song that I sent you, um, I like making music that has like soul behind it. Quote unquote, you get me? Yeah. Um, And dude, I just find it more enjoyable like that. Like, not every song has to be bah, bah, a banger. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, just yeah, like you just really enjoy music when you just let your emotions ride. I agree. Yeah, I mean, if emotions are like making banger, then go for it. You get me? But at least I don't know for us, like we've been in the game for so long, dude, that like just hearing bangers after bangers, it just gets repetitive and it gets boring and then, like, and then it becomes it, saturated. Yeah, dude. It becomes very saturated to the point like, all right, everybody started to sound the same. You know, like this guy sounds like a decision. This yeah. guy sounds like like whoever this guy is. This guy sounds exactly like this other curse. This guy sounds like it's becoming oversaturated. And obviously, because everybody's using the same plugins and they try to imitate the same artist, there's nothing wrong behind it. But it's yeah. there's no originality behind it. There's nothing original 
yeah. everything you've done is just copy paste and then make it a little bit better to make it sound like yeah that's unique that's all me that's all moi you know but it's just copy pasting you know you're not doing any you're not reinventing the wheel you're not doing anything new and and I that is what people don't find like because they think they're gonna copy such a so-and-so artist and yeah. like, right, i'm gonna become famous now and it's like yeah oh. You gotta be original, man. That's one of the things I've talked in one of my previous episodes. I don't know if it was something uh, on my solo or was it with my other guest with Archie. We were talking about, you know, about originality. Like, know what you want and be original. Like, it's okay to to imitate one of your favorite artists, but as long as you take ideas from it and make something unique from your style, your taste, that they can say that's you, then that's fine. But doing copy paste is not gonna get you far. Like I'm the biggest Zomboy fan ever. I love Josh Melody. Shout out to him, man. I, that's another person I need to get him to show eventually. <laughs> That'll be dope. Um, but I was biggest Zomboy, and I think that was one of my biggest mistakes when I was starting out is that I was trying to sound like him. Frankly, I I I ended up sounding like him. But then again. It wasn't Wolfson. It's Zomboy. It's just somebody imitating Zomboy. So there's no Wolfson originality. There was nothing new. Probably the last thing, I'll kid you not, uh, Chavalo, uh, the last original song that I, I'm fully proud of and still do it to this day that got released um, on a major label is uh, Future Thing. Because that was just basically a bunch of ideas from other artists. And I just basically re- you yeah, I just I just took ideas from this guy, from Trampa, from Zomboy, from Company, from this and that. And I just basically built it as if like I got all these ideas. Let me try this technique. Let me try this technique. And all of a sudden you got that huge banger. The other two songs that I released, I'm proud of them. That's all. Not as much the last one, Killers, but Black Order. That one I was super proud of as well. It didn't got a release. I had to release it on my own. But that's fine. I got no problem with that. Um, I was super proud of because I know that everything on that track was original. It came from the idea of a video game. And because of that video game, I was so hooked into it. It's like, I can't believe I'm doing this song. It came from a video game that I played that I enjoyed. It's like, I, it was that was the the feeling, the the spark. that That's what got into it. And then all of a sudden, Right now, I'm starting to see. I saw. I did an episode. The previous episode was about video gaming and what cool ideas you could do. I did a that you should listen to it whenever you get a chance. It's actually pretty good for myself. I'm not trying to tune my own horn, but it's <laughs> a very, very good in a sense. Like you know, people. You know that people say like, you know, by the time you spend vid- playing video games, you could use that time to make music or do the other shit. I agree. But at the same time, you cannot say that to us people that are video gamers, that we've been playing video games for many, many years. It's not the same thing for us to tell us, like, stop playing video games when you've never touched a controller in your life. And you decided to touch a controller for all the popular games like FIFA, Call of Duty, Fortnite, and all that crap. Like, you don't know what it is. Yeah. It's, it's We've been driven by this. We've been part of this our whole life. This is what it was ours, you know? So you can't tell us, like, stop. And quite frankly... All my new ideas that I'm trying to build right now are all based on me playing these video games like God of War, um, The Last of Us, and then um, 
Kingdom Hearts Final Fantasy 15. The 7 Final Fantasy 7, the remake, was just magically in, insane. And it got me so much inspired by the ambience and everything. Whenever you get a chance, check, check on that episode. I, I, see that. I, I've never played the Kingdom Hearts games. But I like I like how you're getting inspired by all that, man, because it's some it's two of the things that you like, and it, that's what I mean again by it getting it's having slow, it's having yes, yes. And I'm not trying to get into make all my dubstep songs to make him very video gaming a beat shit. Like no, like Burly Life does that well, and I don't know who Wills does that very well. I forgot the name. I know someone else does besides Burly Life. I'm not trying to get to, but the. The inspiration, the motivation that got me to make this dubstep song came because of me playing a video game. And that's what I'm trying to get to. Like, I'm trying to get, like, if you've seen God of War on the YouTube videos on the behind the scenes, it's yeah. insane how they fully art and sound design and all of it. It's insane. Yeah. Bro, that's why I got Portal. <laughs> you did? I got uh, Portal. How is, it? how is it? For resampling shit? insane bro yeah, i kid you not like and then i learned from crimson child as well and from josh and who else josh promotes that shout out to you guys and who else was there oh eliminate uses it a lot portal yeah portal yeah that's like the weird sound thing so so what i learned from that is that all right create the batch from serum have your drop mm-hmm. just have your drop Basically, sit around how many, whatever. You just have your job. Now, resample all your job by using um, LFO Corpus, Echo, and another one. I forgot what it was. LFO that, Corpus? Yeah, it's a, it's an Ableton stock plugin that we got. Corpus. LFO. I know Corpus, but which one is that oh, one? Oh, so it's Corpus and then LFO. LFO is oh, basically... Oh, it's a preset. It's a, exactly from Ableton. That basically just basically... Corpus does his fin that basically does his weird distortion shit. And then LFO, which is basically enables you to create the wavelength of it. So I know what you're saying. Yeah. The Max for Life LFO. Yes. That's the one. So what? And then you basically resample it by by the whole drop by doing that. And you'll have like, I kid you not, like 17 different sounds that you can use out of that. Once you have that, then start messing with Portal. Slap Portal into whatever you have and start messing around because the preset itself, it's already insane and it's super easy. All you got to do is move the macro out of it and then you can have, you can actually move the LFO ship of the, of the Portal and all that. Just basically doodling, doodling. And then whatever you get, get from there, lay down your new drop. And before you know, that's your new drop. That's because, and that's how you make your unique sounds. That's how people are like, how the fuck they did that by serum? It's like, yeah, serum plus this, this, and that. It's a lot of process, guarantee. It it's not something so simple because once you create yeah, your you, sound, you get originality though. But you get originality out of it, and then when you hear these gnarly sounds, it all makes sense. It sounds cohesive. It's, you would think like, wow, a high pitched screech goes with this, like. Loud growl. How's that work? But they sound. But they sound good. Good. But it's because it came from the same source. So I recommend people getting portal. It's definitely a great way to resample, and that's how I'm vi- doing myself. When I'm sound designing, I make sure I resample everything. 
everything. It doesn't matter. Even samples, even already made samples, I can just basically resample them by by the LFO maximizer, the corpus, and echo, and then portal. And before you know it, it's a new sound from that original sample. Right. So I recommend that, guys. So sorry, I yawned. No worries, man. Bro, I only got like a few hours of sleep yesterday, man. I kept waking up. Oof. Uh, dude, I was actually gonna ask you just because I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as as uh, what was I gonna say? As far as podcast goes, um, how's the loudness for that? Because you know how like. For example, music nowadays have like certain RMS yeah. levels that people want and stuff like that. Yeah. What's the, what's the usual levels for that? Or you just leave it like that? It is. Um, you see on the RMS, the one you're trying to get to is 16. 16? Okay. Try to get to 15 to 16, 17. Like between those numbers, if you manage to get it like that, you're you're on the yeah, that's good for for. Yeah, you're you're on the money ball. If you're if you manage to get it there, if you could get it lower than that, I think I think it's when you get it lower that's already pushing it to like yeah. la- very too loud and very distorted. Yeah, but yeah, sixteen is the money ball right there. Just get it to there, and you should be fine. I'll I'll definitely have, I'll definitely screenshot you like how I have all the plugins that I use for the podcast and all the stuff that um. Bro. That I that I that I have it set into where you know, yeah, dude. Have you looked at the mic that every podcaster uses? The sure, absolutely, yeah. It's oh. like a four hundred dollar mic. Yeah, it's expensive, man. That's a radio mic. That's because th- that's why they have it. Because it's a radio mic. It's perfect. You don't need much to miss about it. And it's it, it, it sounds like it has compression on it because of the proximity effect. Because, like, exactly. So close and nice and warm. Like, I don't know. It's just it's amazing. That's that's the mic I want to get eventually sometime in the future. But it's like fucking $400. And it does uh, whatever. It, this mic does the same results as that. Is that that over that mic? Basically, you don't need as much processing processing as this one has. Yeah. And when I make more money, I'll, I'll start investing on the Rodecaster and the, and the mic. But in the meantime, the, yeah, the only one I'm getting right now is the Elgato. That's the one I'm going to get soon. Definitely. I, I see the benefit, the return on that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, you know, it's been a great uh, session. Thank you, Javalo. Um, before we leave, um, Javalo, hook yourself up. Plug yourself all your social medias where people can find you on your music and your social medias and whatnot. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, everybody can find me in every social media. Uh, Celts underscore official. And that's it. I'm trying to get the Celts, but it's taken everywhere. <laughs> Shit, man. That sucks, man. It's That's another hard part about getting ourselves our, our unique names, you know? Yeah. Super hard. But yeah, yeah. guys. Find me there. And yeah, keep listening to Wolfson's podcast. Appreciate it, man. So thank you. Thank you for coming in, man. I hope to see you on the next one, which is coming out very soon. So Thank you guys for listening. And remember, every week it's a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like to subscribe to your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. And as well, you can check it out on my YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com. So comment down below to share your experience and you may be mentioned on the next episode. We want to hear you guys. We 
this is what we do. This is a community that we're trying to grow together. So we want to hear your experience and your thoughts and what you think about this. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys at the next one.